Welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty, hosted by Jody Katz, founder and creative director of Base Beauty Creative Agency. Hey, everybody. It's Jody Katz, your host of Where Brains Meet Beauty podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is a special episode of our show where I get to introduce you to my team at Base Beauty Creative Agency. So up today is Morgan. She's our publicist. She was also one of my former clients at Unnatural Cosmetics. So I'm really excited for you to get to know her and learn more about what we do at the agency. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Where Brains Meet Beauty. I am sitting across from my team member, Morgan Krauss. <laughs> you are our publicist mm-hmm. and all-around wonderful person. Welcome to Where <laughs> Brains Meet Beauty. Thank you for having me. So full disclosure to our audience, this is our second recording of your podcast episode. <laughs> Please tell us all why we're doing this again. We are doing this so that I have a chance to speak more slowly because um, I have a tendency to speed it up a bit. So in a, it's like a, a personal exercise here to really just dial it down a little. So we reduce the caffeine intake this time. So I can see you're actually like restraining yourself from talking the way that you normally would, which is super rapid Mm -hmm. and crazy high energy. Yeah. No, it's definitely a conscious effort. And have you always been a fast talker? Yeah, I think so. I think my brain just fires quickly and I have a little bubble of friends that seem to do the same thing. So we're usually completely unaware of how crazy it sounds until called out by anybody else outside of the loop. So I'm very glad that you brought it to my attention. Man, it was painful to listen to the first interview. Right. So we recorded and I told Morgan afterwards, wow, it was such a great conversation, but I think you should listen to the episode Mm -hmm. and um, it will help you really hear how fast you talk. And this is coming from someone who is also a fast talker. I'm not as fast as you, but I'm pretty close. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really (laughs) wanted you to hear it because I think People saying you talk fast doesn't make as much sense as actually listening to yourself. Yeah, no, it definitely lent some perspective, that's for sure. Did you share it with your mom? No, no, I should, though. I'll definitely forward it to her. Yeah, she'll get a kick out of it. She's always called me out for talking a little bit too quickly, so. Does anyone in your family talk as quick as you? Um, She can keep up with me, but she has called it out in the sense of when you're in other contexts, you're going to need to keep an eye on that. But now, you know, hearing it from people that aren't your mother makes a difference. (laughs) I think it's so important um, since we're so client servicey, right? We actually want the clients to hear what we're saying. Mm -hmm. And many of our clients are not even in the New York area, right? So, I mean, you're not from New York either, but you talk as quickly as a New Yorker (laughs) would. So um, I work really hard to do it. And clients definitely say to me, Jody, I I really can't understand you. Can you slow it down? (laughs) And I'm like, I just get so excited. (laughs) So many exciting things to share. Yeah. So um, let's talk about your background. You are not from New York. You are from? Wisconsin. And um, what was your first job out of college? My first job out of college was with a small natural beauty company um, called Unnatural Cosmetics. So it was based in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Still is based in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, and that's really close to my hometown. Um, so I started interning there right after undergrad. And then it was a very quick, I don't know where it went, three, three and a half years. Um, and in that time, that's kind of how I found base is we were a client of base. So yeah, so my first gig was doing all things digital, um, 
creative and marketing on that front, on the brand side first. Um, when you think back at your time at O'Natural at a really um, small but nimble entrepreneurial brand, um, what's like the most significant thing you learned there? Um, I think it was just a really cool perspective to gain and seeing how everything looks behind the scenes. You know, like you never know how many people are involved, how many hands are in the pot to make a company appear the way that it does. And it was the coolest thing to hear so many people be so surprised by how few hands were in the pot at Onaturel from making the product to presenting it and selling it online and in stores. Um, it was a really nimble but hardworking team. And I think it was just, you know, really gave me more perspective because I always assume there's an army behind most companies because what you see is so cool. Um, but yeah, I was really... Really, really awesome to be a part of a team that worked together to really make some big things happen as such a nimble crew. Were you a huge beauty person before working in the industry? No. So my degree in undergrad was communications, but then also global health. So my whole vision was originally to be doing advertising and marketing for NGOs or different public health sector companies. Because um, we learned so much about different people doing really incredible things to address really major issues. Um, and the missing point, it seemed to be, was someone to tell their story in a way that would draw a larger audience to make a bigger impact. So I actually found a natural because through a friend. Um, but I stayed because at the time that I joined the team, they were really, really focusing on the policy work um, and driving change on that side. So in the public health sector and on the legal side of things. So it was bizarrely in line with what I envisioned myself doing after undergrad. And then beauty was a happy accident. And I kind of fell in love with, I don't know, just the fun and excitement and the personability of creating such, I don't know, gorgeous products. And it's just such a fun, um, I don't know, subject matter, you know, so a perfect mix of those two worlds kind of got me sucked in and now I can't imagine, I don't know, doing creative for any other sort of company. And when you were at Onatural, with regards to policy, you saw firsthand how hard it is to affect change. Mm -hmm. um, what can you do not working for a brand like that, but still interested to keep moving these things forward? Yeah, I think it's just so much about being conscious as a consumer. And we talked a lot about that there as well. And knowing about the companies behind the products that you rely on every day. Because I think there are so many incredible small brands or individuals who are giving people other options and making them affordable. I think it used to be an issue where to pick an option that was promoting change or moving things forward in a direction that's positive for everybody um, it was more expensive and it was less attainable, but I think there are a lot of options out there. So it's just about being mindful and knowing your stuff and doing the work to kind of dig and find the best people to be supporting. Right. So I, I agree. I think that um, money speaks, right? Mm -hmm. So if the consumer puts her money in places where she believes, like the industry is going to take notice. Um, and those brands that sort of operate as dinosaurs from a ingredient or sourcing perspective will fade away yeah. ultimately, or they'll live for a, just a smaller market. Totally. Right? A smaller number of consumers. 
Um, let's talk about the work that you're doing here. So, um, oh, no, let's talk about how you got this job. <laughs> yeah, so I moved to the city kind of abruptly. Um, we are in our space at Unnatural, so I was working from my studio apartment in Green Bay. Um, and I realized, like, I don't know, we had some cool opportunities out on the East Coast. Um, one of my friends needed a roommate. Stars kind of aligned, and it was within, I think, like two months of the inception of the idea that I moved. So right away when I got here, I kind of went through the humans in my mind that I knew were in New York and I would like to see and touch base with. Um, so we hadn't worked for base with base for a bit. So I hit Jody up and <laughs> saw if she was available for coffee, picked her brain a bit, um, just to kind of, I don't know, see how you guys are doing and um, ask her fun questions as a mentor. And yeah, and then I reached out and you guys were looking for a publicist and it just kind of all fell into place at a really, really perfect time. So yeah, I was so excited. I love when um, people actually ask for what they want. It was something that was really hard for me. I learned it later in life, but um, like the hoping, wishing, and praying that something will just land in your lap <laughs> actually doesn't work. I, I thought that's how things happened. Mm-hmm. So I'd be wishing and wanting, but um you know, actually saying, like, hey, I want a job. Hey, I want a job at this. Do you know anybody? How can you help? Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing people can say is either yes or maybe or no, right? And, like, um, you have the opportunity then to actually get what you want. If you just mm-hmm. wait for it, it's not going to happen. Uh, were you confident in asking people for opportunities and connections? Yeah, I guess so. I feel like I had learned a lot about what I enjoyed in my last position, and I was confident in reaching out to people who I really enjoyed working with and who I felt like I could learn from. And I think that was my biggest goal, was just, you know, what can I do next to acquire more information and grow? Um, and so, yeah, I was confident in reaching out to you, and then I could learn um, a lot, whether it was just to pick your brain over coffee or, you know, I didn't know. So, yeah, I guess so. And then obviously, like, there's always, like, the nervousness of you have no idea what someone's going to say. But I figure, like, the risk, the reward, reward outweighs it. was worth it. <laughs> so we were recently Base Beauty presented and had a booth at Indie Beauty Expo in New York, like, a month ago. Mm-hmm. And what's funny to me is, you, you know, you were there supporting Base Beauty, but O Natural is there being O Natural. <laughs> and you used to be at every single show for mm-hmm. IBE for O Natural. So what was it like to be on, like, not not the unnatural side of IBE after all these years. Yeah, it was kind of weird because I guess at first, you know, my brain defaulted to like the standard, like what you'd say when someone walks up to your booth. I was like, oh my goodness, I haven't thought about the fact that I need to consciously rework what I'm about to say. Um, So that was an adjustment. Uh, But I think it was really cool to see the industry from a different perspective. Um, you know, looking at all these different brands and being able to speak to them about offering such a multitude of things. Uh, But then also seeing familiar faces and kind of, I don't know, like it's such a small industry, like it's huge, but it feels so small at the same time that there are so many different familiar faces and I guess getting to work with those people in different ways is awesome. It's like a little family. Did you have time to walk the floor to see the other brands? A little bit. I covered half, I think, of the show. The one wing. So what I love doing is um, just zooming through the aisles because I think that um, 
the brands who really put the effort into thinking about how do we differentiate our booth are the ones who are thinking mm-hmm. about how do we differentiate our product and how do we differentiate our messaging outside of the show. Yeah. Um, and I, like, really have a lot of fun, like, spotting them. And you can almost, like, see who's going to make it. Yeah. No, it's so much fun. I love creeping on all the booths. They had some really cool installations this year, too. And I feel like it's always such a variety of, I don't know, like, they, you can do so much, whether you're a teeny tiny brand that's there for the first year or a brand that's done a billion trade shows. Like, the coolest thing, I think, is that it's a level platform and there are so many ways to grab people. But yeah, that loop is, like, my favorite. <laughs> so um, what advice would you give to a brand that's, let's say, going to go to IBE in um, LA in January mm-hmm. and hasn't shown before? And, you know, from your expertise doing it at Au Natural and seeing what worked for us at Base Beauty and seeing it through the eyes of, as a marketer and a publicist, what would you suggest people do? Um, I think keeping it simple is always key. Like, we had a pretty simple setup, but what we did, I think, as Base and then also Au Natural, I think they did a really good job of it this year, too, again, of just trying to remove yourself from your own rabbit hole and think what makes us different and what is our big, like, grabbing, fun, differentiating point. And then how do you make that an experience, you know? So for us, it was a really cool spin wheel that highlighted different emojis, if you will, that we use throughout the podcast and to promote, promote ourselves elsewhere. And then we used our work as decorations in a really fun, inviting way. So it was very much like our team, you know, it invited you in, it was colorful, it was exciting, and it showcased our work. Um, I think, yeah, just making your product an experience so that it's more than just looking at it displayed and having to talk about it. It's something that you can, like, walk past and kind of get the story. So wouldn't that be um, the same advice for every piece of marketing, right? Make it as experiential as possible? Totally. I think so. Yeah, you want to, like, feel it. More than more than just looking at it and reading the things because people don't spend that much time on anything. <laughs> and um, how long ago did you start at Base Beauty? Uh, about six months. So what was the first six months like? It's been so much fun. As we've like, I feel like so much has happened. Six, six months feels like it was five minutes, but also longer than that. Like longer than six months. I don't know. It's crazy. Um, I've learned so much. I think... Being on the agency side is so different than being on the brand side, but it's so much fun to work with different women who have such different perspectives from all of our past jobs. So, yeah, it's really awesome. It's very collaborative, and we have a lot of exciting, fun new things on the horizon. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with this show and for doing it as a a (laughs) do-over. Thank you for having me, 2.0. This is lovely and hopefully a little bit slower. Yes, (laughs) I think your mom would be very proud. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm going to share both of them and tell her to time them. (laughs) Thanks, Morgan. Thanks, Jody. Thanks for listening to Where Brains Meet Beauty with Jody Katz. Tune in again for more authentic conversations with beauty leaders.